Hello and welcome to the second episode of Sex and Lattes. I'm very tempted to say Snakes and Lattes, which is actually a coffee place in Toronto. They did not pay me or tell me to say this, but uh, I feel like that name kind of inspired me a little bit. Uh, so yeah, last episode we discussed of me losing my virginity, so I think this episode is only fair to discuss of me masturbating, because I did mention at the beginning of the other one. And uh, what can I say about the first time I masturbated was that it was absolutely a fluke. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what masturbation really was. I mean, I'm sure I had a certain idea in the back of my head, but, uh, you know, absolutely unaware. And um, what happened was my original plan was to go into the shower and just sort of like remove the shower head from the shower. So just be like the hose with the water. And I just like kind of slowly take it down towards the entrance of my, well, pussy vagina. And uh, yeah, put the water inside of me. I I'm not sure what I was really thinking, but th that was the goal. So as I was slowly kind of aiming it down there, like it hit something else on the way. And I was like, oh, this feels rather nice. And then I left it on there for a while. And then a couple of minutes later, I want to say it happened quite quickly, I orgasmed. And it was amazing. I mean, it was the first time feeling an orgasm. It was just overwhelming. You know, I felt it in my legs, my stomach, like everything. And um, once I came, I uh, couldn't stop coming. Like it didn't end. Like the orgasm didn't end. Uh, like after... Uh, I don't know, maybe it was 15, 20 seconds. I started freaking out. I was like, oh my God, this feeling's never going to finish. What am I going to do? Like, how, how am I supposed to live like this? But then it finished. And uh, I was very excited. So, you know, I went to the computer and I started, there was this website called Scarlet Teen. So I was reading up on it, like all the different experiences, what it means, how the different people like um, um, masturbate and what they do. Like, oh, do other people use water? This uh, got really interested about it. And, uh, yeah, and, and I, I used to just do it in the shower. I mean, I think I absolutely spoiled myself. Like nothing compares to shower, um, water stream masturbation. I mean, hands, vibrators, like they're all good, but shower, like that takes the cake. And I remember initially, uh, I, I, I masturbated quite a bit and then I thought, okay, I'm going to stop. Like, I'm just, I'm spoiling myself for sex, and I took a little hiatus, I think it was for a year, maybe half a year, you know what, I don't remember, but it felt like a really, really long time, so I took this break, and then I, I thought to myself, this is fucking stupid, then I resumed again, and I masturbated quite a bit, and it was amazing, like, you know, and it has nothing negative to it, I mean, masturbation, that's just the pinnacle of your body's uh, ability to please you like that is you know I don't even know like what to say to that I mean it's just it's a gift I mean like your body has uh, the possibility to give you this amazing sensation just by touching yourself or whatever it is you do to it I don't know thoughts dreams like as many different ways it can activate the orgasm like and it does such great things to the, your body i mean it re releases endorphins it uh, yeah stimulates blood flow i guess i mean that's part of it 
it's just it's all around great i mean also like especially for men i mean the risk of prostate cancer really goes down with the more man masturbates because you know the um the sperm cells aren't stagnant like the whole area is uh, stimulated it's all it's on the move you know great things happen with masturbation it's kind of sad that it's such a negative connotation with it like uh especially if you think about like puritans and religious fundamentalists and religions in general had so much against um uh people masturbating which is really weird i mean if you think about it why have i mean it's not you can't really get sexually transmitted disease from it so why would these religions be against it my take is that you know like if you have control over everybody somebody's sexuality and you know make sure that they they marry they have children those children are part of a certain group like you, ha you have good control you know religion has control of like birth sex and death i mean those are really big parts in everyone's life that most people get to experience i mean birth and death yeah sex you know most people especially if they're going to produce offspring for the next generation now as um as i was saying uh yeah it's it's a shame of like if uh, masturbation has a negative connotation in somebody's world because then they feel shame about something that's so healthy for their bodies and i mean like uh, there's a there's a thing that kind of pisses me off and it's like oh it's the kellogg's guy like i had no idea i mean it's, it's the one with the cornflakes i mean i think the guy that originally invented it was uh kind of obsessed with sex and wanted uh, children to stop masturbating and people to stop masturbating and invented this like bland food i mean i always hated kellogg's i uh, I, I like sauce and basically yeah his idea was that girls and boys should masturbate so he uh, he was the one that really pushed for circumcision in the states and i think he had an idea that girls should get like some sort of acid dripped on their clitorises so those would disappear i mean it's just uh, it's it's mind-boggling like so much um how do you say um, anger and violence directed at the genitals it's kind of interesting i mean like in, in a way uh sex and sexuality does connect to violence and aggression a little bit like uh there's a lot of you know bdsm and uh, sadomachism i mean like there's a lot of i think connection the brain between the sort of aggression and sexuality and domination and submission i mean those are all very interlinked but it's kind of interesting to see it on this grand scale with the uh, life and um, physical altering of the genitals in order to sort of prevent a very natural um function uh now as for um self-story with lattes have i ever made myself a latte you know what i'm gonna be honest here i love going out and buying lattes I mean, just something about getting that to-go cup really gets me going. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous because they cost a lot and, you know, it could save a lot of money um, not doing that. But have I made it myself a lot? You know, the problem is I don't have a milk steamer. I'm not really sure how I'm supposed to steam milk. I mean, I could probably boil it in a in a in a, one of those pots but i feel like that will lose the essence of the milk steamer i think that's very essential i think if i were to get a milk steamer i would 
make lattes, which is a bit of a shame because you feel like you should be able to just sort of make it from nothing, a little bit kind of how you could masturbate just using your hands, you know, like pour in the milk, pour in the coffee. Like I've done that. But for me, that is not a latte. That is just coffee with milk. So sadly, I have not indulged in the self-pleasures of making my own latte, which I think maybe I should do and invest in one of those machines. I wonder how much they cost. If it's quite, I mean, if I were to invest in it and then I would make it at home, I think it will pay me back. But to be honest, I just, I, I love the coffee being made for me. I love going to the store, paying people for me to <laughs> make me lattes, which would be kind of funny if like you could pay somebody to sort of masturbate you. I mean, obviously people do do that, but like, like chains and just people kind of going in and out and just having somebody rub them and get them to come actually it's quite funny uh doctors did that for a bit when they diagnosed women in his, with hysteria i'm not sure what year that was and i want to say like 19th 20th century something like that when a woman was diagnosed with hysteria like i don't remember even where this was but uh, yeah the the treatment was for the doctor to rub the woman's genitals until she came and then that's how eventually how the vibrator came about because it got too exhausting. I can imagine if you have many patients per day that you have to uh, touch and make them come. It's quite a bit of work. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I find it so funny how that was acceptable, but like not self-masturbation. It seems to be such a uh, strange, like... Uh, parallel society maybe i'm just clumping all this into one sort of timeline i'm sure it must have been different during different years but like masturbation not acceptable there but in the hospital like done by doctor that's okay i guess it's a little bit like with everything in life i mean depending on the circumstance the same sort of thing can be considered either evil or good so i guess if a, a person in lab coat did it and it was under clinical setting that's perfectly fine but if you decide to do it at home that's very sinful Maybe the same with like drugs if somebody abuses amphetamines because they have a background of ADHD or something, that's bad. But if a doctor prescribes some Ritalin, that's good. That's uh, yeah, that's fascinating. Ah uh, yeah, I also read somewhere that like maids used to jerk off little boys to make them sleep better. I don't know how true that is. To be honest, I should fact check a lot of stuff. I'm pretty sure that the doctors did masturbate a lot of female patients. Uh, I wonder, it would be kind of interesting if they, they still kept that at the hospital, you know, like, uh, give sort of prostitutes on demand, you know, I think some people do need the sexual release, and that would be very important for, for health, you know, sex is not discussed in science as much as it should be, like, I, I was reading this book called Bonk by Mary Roach, amazing, really good read, and um, yeah, when, when, even now in research, it's such a taboo to get money, uh, to do stuff like well, to do stuff <laughs> to research about sex which is a shame you know because there's so many things left unexplored and the sexuality is so freaking beautiful and such a big part of everyone's lives i talked to a lot of like nurses and stuff and they agreed you know it's a, it's a shame you know in the hospitals uh, in research uh, people don't put as much focus on sex as they should. I mean, I yeah, I remember like reading about there was some some article trying to like see how the heart rate changes during orgasm, and they couldn't say the word orgasm, so they wrote something like, "Oh, how does um, 
yeah, heart rate change during exciting situations. I mean, it's so diffuse and vague, like it's, ah, it upsets me. I think that'll be a topic for my next episode. I'll talk about sexual research. Uh, so thank you for listening. Um, I'm sorry about the lattes story of not having made one, but as soon as I make one, I will make an episode dedicated to my self gratification with my very own latte. I think maybe I'll even buy a to go cup just to sort of, you know, get the, the feeling that I want. I think the coffee shop spoiled me. They're like my shower. Well, thank you for listening and I'll see you next episode. Bye.